So I literally just wrapped up my solo business retreat, or me-treat as I'm calling it. I had the best time and gained so much clarity on the direction I want to take my business in this year, what I desire to achieve, and how I want to be. (laughs) Having that space and time away from chores and routines was even more valuable than I could have imagined. On today's show, I'm taking you behind the scenes of my me-treat, how I designed it and why, plus I'm sharing with you my tips for making a retreat that works for you so that you can go ahead and create your own solo business retreat. And hey, if you just want to use this as an excuse to have a night away on your own and enjoy an uninterrupted lion and maybe a lazy room service breakfast, be my guest, my love. Permission granted. Let's talk about me treats, shall we? Let's go to the show. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast, bringing you strategy, mindset, and a dash of woo. If you want to learn how you can balance motherhood and money-making beautifully, if you want to learn the strategy, mindset, and manifestation tips you need to do more of what lights you up, attract more ideal clients, make more money, and enjoy more time freedom, if you want to create this vision of success because you are a mother, not in spite of it, then you are in the right place, my love. I'm your host, success coach, business mentor, mother, and tea drinker, Corey Javid. So join me while we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, Limitless Mothers. It's me, Corrie Javid from CorrieJavid.com. How are you doing? I'm feeling blissfully relaxed. I don't know if you've been watching my Instagram stories, but I just returned from this solo business retreat or me-treat as I'm calling it, which capped off the end of what I am also referring to as my wellness week. And I've just had the best time. And I wanted to share with you my behind the scenes from the actual business retreat part because it has given me so much clarity, um, so much creativity came out, so much intuition while I was there having this retreat. And it's given me so much um, clarity around specifically the direction I want to take my business. And it just feels very good, very soul aligned and very kind of achievable. And I've been to a business retreat before and I enjoyed some parts of it and didn't enjoy others. And so having tailored this experience to suit me has been excellent. So I was really keen to share my behind the scenes with you in case you're thinking of having a business retreat yourself. Could be a weekend like mine, could be longer, could be shorter. We'll get onto that in a minute. But let me just give you a quick update. What's been going on around here? Well, that's what's been going on. <laughs> that's occupied the last pretty much week with my wellness week and then my um, business retreat or me treat as I'm calling it. Um, what else has been going on? I've been oh, just loving the messages from you ladies who are enrolled in Limitless Money. Oh my goodness, just the best messages. For example, I had um, one lady send me a DM and tell me that she's already, I mean, she's only like a couple of modules in to the course and she's already received unexpected cash, a significant sum. Who doesn't love that, right? Um, And also way more inquiries to work with her already because she's noticing how her energy is shifting and changing and then uh, her reality is catching up, right? So beautiful. And also one of the students from last year, super proud of her because she is celebrating her biggest cash month to date. Should we all just give that lady a round of applause? Yay. Okay, so... um, 
on that topic, if you didn't sign up for Limitless Money this last time round and you're feeling absolutely gutted, get yourself on the wait list for next time, my love. Don't miss out next time. Corriejavid.com forward slash Limitless is where you can sign up and do that. Speaking of waiting lists, actually... Um, Before we dig into today's show, I must remember to tell you that I'm reopening my waitlist to work with me one-to-one. So I had to close it previously because um, it was getting too full and it was going to be too much of a delay for people coming onto my list to actually work with me. And I don't like leaving people hanging for too long. Although, side note, the women who have been on my waiting list and then rolled into working with me one-to-one over the last couple of months have been getting phenomenal results just from being on my waiting list. There's something so cool about how your energy shifts and changes when you bet on yourself and invest in yourself in this way. So, If you are interested in working with me one-to-one this year, then don't hang around because my waiting list is now open. I can't promise how long I will keep it open for. Um, So head over to corriejavid.com forward slash work with me. And at the bottom there, you can see the different ways you can work with me and you can book a discovery call. And that's a free call. And it just means that you and I get to have a chat. I can find out more about you, my love, and your business and what you want to achieve this year. And then we can talk about how I'm might be able to help you make that happen. So if you're ready for more income and less hours, then I'm the lady that you need. (laughs) CoryJafford.com forward slash work with me. Okay, so on today's show, like I said, I'm taking you behind the scenes of this solo business retreat or me treat. And my intention is that I inspire you to do at least some version of this yourself. Because maybe you've been on a business retreat before, but you like the idea of being in control of the agenda yourself. That's what did this for me. Maybe you have no idea what you would even do on a solo business retreat. No worries, boo. I've got you covered today. Maybe the idea of hotel stay on your own sounds so great that you're like, you had me at solo. (laughs) Or maybe you love the idea, but you feel like you'd find it hard to make it happen. Don't worry, we're going to talk about your situation too, my love. Whatever the case, so I think you're going to love this episode. So I'm going to tell you why I took myself off on this solo business retreat, what I did while I was there, and then my tips for creating your own retreat. So let's dig in. Why I took myself off on a solo business retreat, we're starting right there. Well, I'll be honest with you, I'll use pretty much any excuse for a solo hotel stay. <laughs> I Women love a lovely hotel, you know, a really nice one with the really good quality sheets with the really great room service, really nice surroundings and nice kind of lobbies and cafes and restaurants inside it. I love a good hotel. (laughs) And I also do enjoy a night away on my own every now and then because, hey, we're all mums, right? It's nice just to get away from the early wake-ups if you're having those or just that kind of general routine of life just for a break. It's just a nice treat and I find it so re-energizing and I always come back as like a much happier, much more exuberant version of myself. So I also think it's a great thing for my family too when I take myself off for a night because I recharge. Um, So that's one of the reasons why I went away. The other reason is that I went on a business retreat day, um, not last year, but just the 
tail end of the year before. Um, and I loved it and I didn't love it. <laughs> so there was a lot of things that were covered that were really, it was really excellent information, got me really thinking, got m- those ideas firing. I loved spending that whole day kind of just immersed in thinking about my business and not working in my business. It was really good in that respect. But what I learned from that is that when somebody else is sometimes leading the retreat in that way, so they had their own kind of agenda, of course, that you have to kind of pick and choose, obviously, what is applicable to you and your business. And I came away feeling like I had too many ideas and felt like I should, there's that terrible word, be doing so many things and didn't understand how I could make them all happen. So it actually made me feel a little bit overwhelmed, if I'm honest. And the other thing that I learned from that retreat was it was just a whole day event. So I just, and it was in London as well, actually. And so I just went up on the train for the day and then immediately came back afterwards. Now it was a really full on event. They really packed it full of um, value. And as a result, there was very little space in the day to just sit or reflect. And by the time I got on the train to come back, I'd spent hours like, you know, having content not thrown at me, but you know, a lot of content to take on board. And I felt like I really needed to process what I had learned or what I'd been invited to think about. But on the train, I was just too pooped to do that. And then the next day, I was straight back into mum mode. And I didn't have that space then. And I think it was like a couple of days before it was the weekend. And then I still didn't get space. I was actually solo parenting that weekend. So it just, it didn't work for me because I felt a bit like, oh, I've got all these these ideas. I need to really process them and think about them. And ah, I don't know when I'm going to do it. And a lot of it was left undone. Now, that might have been the right thing for my business and I'm not one for regrets, but I learned a lot from that retreat. And so that's why I was quite keen to be in control of the agenda myself. And the main reason why I had this idea to do a solo retreat, though, is I have to give full credit to my girl, Rita. Um, She has a podcast called Rita Made Me Do It. Go and check it out. She has an episode all about her solo business retreat. So Rita goes on a solo business retreat on a quarterly basis, and she's been doing so for years. And it's really helped her business. So if you want uh, another behind the scenes look of somebody else's version of their business treat, go and check out Rita's because it was her who inspired me. So Rita and I are friends and I love her podcast too. And so um, listening to that was like, yeah, I was like, yes, I'm going to do this myself. So that was where I got the the main inspiration from. So I combined what I learned from Rita's episode with what my kind of key takeaways were from that business retreat day in terms of what went well and what didn't. And then I came up with my own tailored agenda. Oh, and I must mention that I will put a link to Rita's specific episode in the show notes over on my website. So if you want to go and find that easily, then you can. And the other reason why I took myself off on a solo business retreat was really to just to have that space to do that big picture thinking, big strategic thinking about what do I want to do in 2020? So that was the focus of this retreat was what do I want for 2020 specifically? So I wasn't um, diving into a particular aspect of my business in a kind of deep dive on that area, which you can do for a solo retreat. But it was that kind of big, broad sweeps of what do I want this year to look like? How am I going to make that happen? And having that space away from routine and chores as a mother and a business owner is so, so valuable. It ended up being even more valuable than I imagined. So 
Um, that was the other reason, though, why I decided to take myself away. Because, yes, I could have found the time for this and done it at home. But the reason why I wanted to go away was because it gives you that absolute break from routine and chores. So I didn't have to stack the dishwasher. I didn't have to do the school run. I didn't, you know, there was nothing that I needed to do. I just got to go with the flow and do what felt good. And it's it's really interesting how one of my takeaways, I'm kind of skipping ahead here, but one of my takeaways from this retreat was how carving out that big chunk of space. So for me, it was two days, but it was in the in-between times, like when I wasn't actually working or sitting down and, you know, writing, journaling, brainstorming, when I wasn't doing those things, when I was maybe in the shower or on a walk or doing something else, it was those moments when I had the mental space for the ideas, the intuition and the creativity to come in because while I was doing those things, I wasn't doing my usual must remember to pack my daughter's school lunch, must remember that it's Wednesday and she has drawing, must remember, do you know what I mean, (laughs) that we do to ourselves when we're doing those other activities often. So that's the other reason why I decided to go away because yes, I could have totally found the time, carved the time out here, used my whiteboard, you know, I love my whiteboard, but I knew that just getting away, I would get a different, fresher perspective. And so the main reason, like I said, of this retreat was that I wanted to get really clear on what I wanted to do in 2020 and why. And I wanted to be really intentional this year and not reactive. And I've been pretty intentional in my business, but I want to take that to a whole new level. And one of my intentions for 2020, which I set on New Year's Day, in fact, was that I want to feel much more led by my soul this year than by my like logical thinking brain. Does that make sense? And so that was also something that I was bringing as an intention to this retreat in terms of, well, how can I be making plans for my business in such a way that I can be supporting that connection with my inner guidance and making the space within the whole year ahead to make decisions based from that intuition and get swept away less in the kind of the day-to-day and making the decisions from the kind of like logical brain aspect. Does that make sense? (laughs) Makes sense to me anyway. (laughs) It's my retreat. Okay, so why now? Isn't it a bit late? (laughs) Like It was the very end of January. Shouldn't I have been doing this, you know, sometime in December? Hey, we make the rules, my love. If you want to take yourself on a business retreat in the end of February, the middle of July, sometime in October, you go ahead and do it. You can sit down and do a deep dive or you can sit down and do that big picture thinking for your business at any time you want to. So I knew... um, at the tail end of last year that I was going to be opening the doors on Limitless Money. I'm very much focused on launch activities for a significant chunk of January. And so I didn't want to do a business retreat ahead of that because I had all of that time already mapped out and I wanted to just be super focused on the launch and showing up and serving during that time. So this is why I planned the retreat for after because I was quite keen to do it to make those broad sweeping plans for the year ahead, but I didn't want it to interfere with my launch mindset effectively. And so that's why I did it now. But you can go ahead and do it any time that you like, my love. There are no rules really in business. People just like to tell us that there are. Okay, so what did my me treat look like? Well, as I kind of touched upon, all of last week before I actually went away, so Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and 
Thursday, I had what I call a wellness week. So I actually cleared my schedule of client calls, which is something I pretty much never do (laughs) unless I'm actually away on holiday. But I just wanted to have some extra space and time to be kind of preparing myself to be in the best place to make really great soul-led decisions when I was away on my business retreat. And I was also just craving um, lots of things like, and I'm very much more in tune with my body now and like use my instinct, my intuition. I'm kind of tuned into what I'm desiring and my body's desiring. And I'd been really craving yoga and really craving meditation and really craving just a really kind of like healthy week. And so I just listened to that. I was like, do you know what? I'm just going to do that. Feels really good. So I'm just going to do it. And so I had this wellness week. Now I didn't totally down tools and I want to be an open book about what this looked like for me. So I didn't have any client calls, but I did record some audio. I did check in with my clients Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday in Basecamp, which is where I support them between our calls. So I was very much there and still supporting them for those three days. So I only had really two days off um, in that respect. And I did, I feel like I did something else work-wise. I think I created maybe a tiny bit of content. I wrote Tuesday's email um, and I checked in with the team, but that was largely it. So I wasn't spending my usual 25 hours working, not at all, (laughs) just very minimal work. Um, And so I did yoga every single day. Like I said, that was just feeling really good to me. And so I went with what felt good. I spent longer journaling than I normally do. I went out for a coffee with friends, which was just so good for that kind of connection. I had some really good giggles. Um, I actually, this might not sound like a part of a wellness week, is I actually watched more Netflix than I normally would. <laughs> but I've been watching something that's really funny and uplifting and that just felt good to my soul. So in the evenings, I was watching a little bit more Netflix than normal. And also my husband and I, he was off sick, unfortunately, last week, which was, mm, I'm going to be totally honest, kind of annoying. You know? <laughs> He had man flu. You know, when you know when you're just used to having your home to yourself and you work from home, maybe I know a lot of you are gonna get this. And then suddenly someone else is there and you're like, oh, but now there's another person I need to consider. I'm used to just being on my own schedule, only thinking about me during the days when the little one's at school, and now you're here. Okay. Um, it was absolutely like fine. I'm only kind of teasing, but he was around, but one of the days we watched this really great documentary on quantum entanglement. I'm so obsessed with quantum physics because I think it kind of explains spirituality and manifestation stuff. I won't go into that now, but that was really good too. I also had a full spa day on Wednesday with my mum, and so that was just a luxurious day of pampering and also connecting with her and spending that quality time together. So pretty much just a week full of doing things that felt good and felt nourishing for my my mind, body, and soul. I read more than I would normally read as well. Just felt really, really excellent. Um, and I, it's interesting because I found I was like even more present with my daughter because I'd been doing more to fill myself up during the day so that when I picked her up from school, I was like hyper present with her and like just like, what should we do? Let's do this. Let's do that. So it was really a really good week. And it was perfect because it meant that when I arrived on my business retreat, which was the uh, Friday and Saturday. So when I entered that segment of my week, Um, It meant that I felt really relaxed, really actually energized, and then able to think clearly. So 
one of my takeaways from this is not that I necessarily have to have a whole wellness week before I do a solo business retreat, but just having some buffer of time and space ahead of time so that you're not kind of literally powering down the laptop or computer, I don't know, the night before on your normal work week and then launching straight into business retreat stuff the next day. Having that space just meant that my brain felt airy and spacious. Does that make sense? So I just had that extra headspace to bring to the business retreat. So that was um, a really great outcome of that. So I spent two days in London for my business retreat. I thought about where to go quite extensively. Rita takes herself off to um, an Airbnb, but I'm going to be totally honest with you guys. <laughs> I am an absolute scaredy cat worse when it comes to staying on my own in like houses and things. <laughs> I know it's ridiculous, probably should work through that. But I I really would not feel relaxed if I was in an Airbnb on my own. Um, and I feel totally relaxed and secure and wonderful staying in a nice hotel on my own. So it was obviously going to be a hotel for me. And the reason I chose London, somebody was saying to me, oh, that's kind of surprising for a retreat. But for me, we live by the sea. <laughs> we live in a really relaxing place. If I want to feel connected to nature or relaxed, I can like walk out of my door or drive 10 minutes and be at the sea. Um, whereas there's something about London for me, that different kind of energy, that buzz, that vibrancy that really gets my mind firing on all cylinders. And also if I'm away on my own, I still like to feel surrounded by people. So I don't want to feel so totally disconnected. Does that make sense? So that's why I chose London, personal choice. And then what did the kind of run of things look like? Well, I did not spend all day, both days, doing my kind of retreat stuff. So I had an agenda. I'll talk about the questions and the thinking points that I used um, in just a second. But I very much went with the flow and did other things during those two days that felt good. So one of the things that I did while I was there, I actually doubled up and used my time super wisely. And we did a mini photo shoot in my hotel room. Nina, who I will link up in the show notes to, Nina Mukalov, she is a fantastic photographer. And so she came along and we did a really fun shoot for like an hour got some amazing shots. I'm really excited to see those when they come back from editing. So I did that. I did things like I went to the gym, I journaled, I read a little bit, not a huge amount. And actually I took loads of like business based books and didn't open a single one of them. So I wouldn't bother doing that next time. Um, I went for a stroll around the local area. I had a bath. So I spent a fair amount of time looking like I was not doing the business stuff and I was simply following the joy. But actually, I think that's just as important as the sitting down, concentrated, brainstorming type of work. Because in those nooks and crannies of being in the gym, being on the walk, being in the bath, the shower, whatever else I was doing, I had amazing hits of inspiration because, like I said before, I'd taken myself out of my usual routine and created that extra headspace. And when you follow the joy, when you're doing things like hitting the gym or going for a walk, you're changing your energetic state. And so I was finding that was really beneficial because then when I would get into my next segment of actual business retreat, thinking, brainstorming, planning, I felt so energized. So I wouldn't recommend squirreling yourself away in a hotel room and spending hours upon hours, you know, 
planning, strategizing, and doing focus thinking about your business. I would recommend doing what I did in terms of mixing it up and following what feels good. If as soon as you feel a little bit tired, take a break and do something else and just go with the flow in that way. And don't tell yourself that you need to do this many hours or you need to make it through your entire agenda. Guess what? I didn't make it through all of my agenda. I'm okay with that because what I did achieve while I was there was had such a higher quality to it because the energy that I was bringing to those actions was higher from having followed the joy first. Okay, let's get into some of the specifics. I'm going to run through these quite quickly with you. Um, a lot of what I was doing were in terms of the questions that I was asking myself with this kind of big picture thinking was effectively zooming out so that you can zoom back in. So what I mean by that is zooming out, getting really clear on like, what do I want my life to be like? What do I want my day to day to be like? And then zooming in a little bit, how can my business support that? And then zooming in even further. And then how can I specifically make that happen? Does that make sense? You go really wide, really big to get that clarity of where do I want to go and how do I want to feel? That's the thing people forget in their business retreats. It's not just about taking actions and hitting targets. How do you want to feel, my love? Make sure if you take yourself off on a business retreat, you include that. And then zooming back in to actually create the tangibles and the plans. So much of what I was doing was directed by one of my um, own templates, which is my Manifest Your Money Goals template. Now, this you can use at any point. It doesn't need to be used for a business retreat tool, of course. And so I use this quarterly to plan um, my money goals. I use it quarterly to kind of set a new money goal. And then I use it monthly. There's a monthly aspect to it to actually plan the month ahead so that you are gaining momentum and working towards making that quarterly money goal a reality. Um, and so I was using that, but in a slightly different way than I normally would, because instead of thinking of just the next 90 days ahead, I was thinking much bigger picture, but the process that I was following was exactly the same. If you want to get your hands on my Manifest Your Money Goals template, um, head over to the Limitless Mother template shop, which you can find at corriejavid.com forward slash shop. And we've popped it under the everyone loves section. So if you click on everyone loves at the top, then you can find it there and grab it for yourself. So here are some of the specifics. Um, so I started with what do I desire? Because <laughs> there is no point building a business that doesn't feel good to me and doesn't get me to a place that feels good. Does that make sense? And doesn't feel good along the way. I don't want to be making any decisions in my business based on what makes sense or what's logical or what I should do. I want to be making decisions in my business based on what feels amazing, what's going to light me up, what are the outcomes in my life and personal life that I actually desire, what's that next level of lifestyle I want to achieve and why, and then how can my business support me in getting there. So I started with what do I desire in that aspect, and then I moved into how can my business support that. So it's in both the outcomes and the journey that I was looking at. So the outcomes being, you know, I want to achieve this next lifestyle level. How can my business support me in getting that? But also I want to feel like this on a daily basis. I want to do more of these things on a daily basis. I like, I feel really lit up when I lean into these areas of my business. So how can my business support me in doing more of that? Does that make sense? So it's both the thing that you're trying to achieve at the end and the way that you achieve it is really important too. 
So um, what do I desire? How can my business support that? And then also, what do I want to lean into more? So I kind of just touched on that already. I think that's really important. I think it's so easy to get really reactive in our businesses and just get so stuck into the doing without doing that zoom out and look at, am I spending time in my zone of genius more often than not? What are the things that I could be moving off my plate to free up more time to do more of the things in my business that light me up? Because guess what? When you spend more time in your zone of genius doing the things that light you up you make more money that's how it works and then I was looked at kind of what felt good and what didn't um, currently or in the last few months so that I could make any tweaks or adjustments I am always cultivating the sense of balance that I enjoy and so of course I had to do a check-in here Um, And then I did a review, a little bit of a deep dive and a kind of also a high level think about some key aspects of my business. So I looked at my services and my products. I looked at my sales marketing. I looked at my team. I looked at my content. So this podcast and other content that I create. And I looked at what was working and what wasn't working and where there were opportunities to uh, make changes, to improve, maybe to stop doing things, maybe to start doing new things. The other thing that I should mention is that throughout I had an ideas document so I just had a blank piece of paper with ideas written at the top and at any point that I had an idea of something that I could do that was new I don't necessarily mean like a new revenue stream could have been but you know just a flash of creativity then I would note it down there so that I didn't kind of forget it later and so then having reviewed those key areas of my business I did a bit of a brainstorm around okay how knowing what I want my business to achieve and having mapped out some of the ways that my business can support me in getting there, what are my ideas and creative ways that I can actually make that happen? So I started getting into the actual actions and projects piece and started noting all of those down. I didn't bother prioritizing them yet though. This is just still that kind of getting it all out on paper piece. Then the thing that's really important, there's two things that are really important. So it's it's easy to do these kind of like big picture sessions and think about what you want to achieve and make some great plans or come up with a really great strategy. But a couple of things I think get missed and they are this. One is what are my priorities? So I very clearly ordered my priorities. I'm doing this and only when that is achieved and here's how I'm going to measure that, then I move on to this. And only when that is achieved, then I move on to this. And that has been an approach that I've been using in my business over the last year or so. And it has been so effective in gaining momentum. It's too easy to hop about from thing to thing to get distracted by shiny object syndrome in our businesses. And so I am laser focused with my priorities now. So I prioritized and then I scheduled everything. So I didn't necessarily like I'm not talking about, oh, I put something in my calendar for October that I'm going to complete this one piece of work. No, (laughs) that's too much. But I did a broad sweep look at the year ahead and attributed different projects, different focuses to different months. So not only did I have my sales plan mapped out, but also mapped out at a high level, but also those different focuses and projects that had come about from the ideas that I generated during this retreat. So like, for example, focusing on client experience might be something that I do in a particular month. Does that make sense? So that as a team, we're really focused on improving in that area, but it's not something that we feel like we have to be doing right now, even though it's identified as something that will be really amazing, but it's something that we can 
say, okay, that's our focus in this particular month. Does that make sense? So scheduling it out is the thing that I see missed. And so prioritizing and scheduling is so, so important because it's so easy to generate a ton of ideas and then feel overwhelmed. And like I mentioned to you, that was the outcome of that other business retreat that I went on. So I was determined not to make that happen. So I built in plenty of space for me to process my ideas and then also figure out a way that I could make these things happen without me needing to find more time. Because you know me, I don't work more than my 25 hours a week. Um, and most often less. And I'm probably going to be reducing my hours actually a little bit this year. And so it's really important that I could see a way to make these things happen and not feel any pressure to be doing them all at the same time or all super soon. Um, and then the other thing that I see missing too often is mindset. Oh my goodness. So I talked about how I basically spent almost a week getting myself in the right mindset. And then during the two days that I was away, I followed the joy and went with the flow so that I was maintaining that high vibe mindset. The other really key and important piece when you're making big plans, when you're strategizing for yourself and your business is to get very clear on a couple of things. What is holding me back from doing any of these things? Because we all have fears, we all have limiting beliefs. Get them out now. And actually when you're doing that big picture planning and goal setting, it can be really great time to for for those to be provoked and bubble up, let them up, let them out, look at them, dismantle them, clear that resistance so that you can manifest your desires with ease. So that's one aspect. And the other aspect is looking forward. For, so what I did here was I looked forward to the end of 2020 and I did full circle moment of, you know, I started the very top of this retreat with what do I desire? I put myself in the place of that it has already happened, that's already done. And I thought about what do I need to believe to get me there? What are the thoughts that I need to be thinking that are going to be supportive and empowering and make that happen? The mindset is one of the most critical pieces. I it's my opinion that mindset is responsible for 80% and action 20%. Now, it doesn't mean we don't take action, don't misunderstand me, but the action that we take, as you know, thoughts lead to feelings. Feelings infuse your actions with energy and your actions dictate your outcomes. I think that if you put 80% of your effort or focus or attention on your mindset and shaping and honing that, that action that you take would be so much easier, but actually it's 80-20 in terms of the balance that we need for mindset and action. That's just my opinion, <laughs> but that's how it's worked out for me anyway. So that's one of the things that I think gets missed so much from business retreats. And that's why I wanted to mention it here. And those were just to recap those super quickly was prioritizing it and scheduling it out in advance so that you don't feel like you have to achieve everything now. The last thing you want is to come away from a retreat feeling overwhelmed. And the second, making sure that you are creating the mindset you require to get you to those outcomes that you've planned for yourself. Okay, so those were the kind of thinking points and questions that I was asking myself. Like I said, pretty much all of that is covered in more depth and more detail in my Manifest Your Money Goals template, the process that I use to manifest my money goals and lifestyle goals and pretty much any other thing that I want to manifest is laid out in that template and I actually step you through it. So go and grab that for yourself. If if you want that guidance, that's corriejavid.com forward slash shop. And you have a look at the Everyone Loves template. It's in there. So here are my tips for doing your own solo business retreat. Maybe you're like, yes, I like the sound of this. I like the sound of squirreling away in a hotel for a weekend and 
thinking about my business and what I would like to achieve. And I'm going to share with you my tips, but maybe some of you are actually sitting there and thinking, well, that's nice for you, Corey, but I couldn't afford a hotel stay away or I couldn't find the time to make that happen. Look, I get it. I haven't always been in the position that I'm in now. If you have a really tiny baby dependent on you for life, then hey, maybe you can't make the time right now. And that's okay. Don't make that wrong. But if that's not you, if you don't have that standing in your way and the time piece is the thing that's holding you back, I'd say that's where you really need to make some time. I'd say that's all the more reason why you need to make some time because if you're so caught up in that hamster wheel day to day and you don't take yourself out of it to gain that clarity and perspective, you'll never see the shifts and changes you need to make to change that situation and you'll stay forever in that kind of hamster wheel of life and feeling like there's not enough time. So I would really suggest that if not having enough time feels like the reason why you wouldn't do this, that you really examine that and ask yourself that tough question of, as actually, am I using that as an excuse? And and I don't want to go into all the specifics of time mindset here, but that would be an opportunity for you to look at that for yourself. And maybe actually underneath that, if you scratch the surface, there are feelings of not being worthy of spending that time on yourself there. I, I see that too often with women. So just invite you to, to look at that if that's popping up for you right now. The other thing is if you can't afford it, maybe you literally do not have the money in the bank to pay for a hotel stay away. And hey, staying in a hotel in London for a weekend is not, you know, cheap. Um, but here's the thing, you can get creative. So look at what resources you do have and get creative. You don't have to go away for a whole weekend. One suggestion would be, what about, could you go and stay with a friend? Maybe a friend is going on holiday and you could house it for a night. Hmm, there's a suggestion that would be free, right? So the point is get yourself into the vibration of the solution, not the problem. And you might find a really creative way to carve out some time and space for yourself and get that break from the routine and the chores and all of those things to create that headspace. But if you are telling yourself that you would like to go on a business retreat and you have any reasons why you can't, I would just really invite you to have a look at those reasons and what might be going on underneath the surface. Because I'm not saying you have to do it like I did at all. You do what works for you and what feels good for you. But if you're holding yourself back from investing time and money in yourself, you're going to be holding yourself back in your business, right? So you could invest just time and no money. You could invest a little bit of both. The point is making some time for yourself, whether it is a business retreat or just this wellness week or whatever feels good for you is so important if you want to, like I said, gain that clarity. But also it was a chance for me to recharge and re-energize and I'm back feeling like just exciting, uh, excited and exuberant. So I would love you to think about finding a way to make that happen for yourself. Okay, here are my specific tips. If you're like, hey, I'm already sold this idea. I've booked my hotel, Corey, give me the details. <laughs> then the first thing is, of course, just find a way, however that looks to you, to remove yourself from the routine and the chores, even if it's half a day to get started, just carve out some time. And give yourself within the time that you carve out a little bit of space to do other things that feel good, to follow the joy like I did, as well as focusing on those prompts. So you don't want to just cram everything in because it will create that kind of pressured feel and not that high, spacious vibe that we want to create here. 
I would suggest putting together your prompts or a sketched out agenda in advance, but do not tell yourself that you absolutely have to stick with it because your intuition might guide you down a different path and it might be exactly what you need. I took loads of plain paper and I specifically recommend that you do the same. There is something about a blank piece of paper that is just so open for creativity, right? So I really like plain paper. um, So I would just suggest taking an abundance of that. Now, if you were driving somewhere, you could take a whiteboard. I took some flip chart paper with me. So I had some big paper to use in case I wanted that. I didn't actually end up using it. I just ended up using plain A4. But I would suggest taking plain paper. There's something about that blank space that is just the kind of spaciousness that we're creating, right? And it's very much in alignment with that. Um, Don't skip those final steps of prioritizing, scheduling, and getting clear on the mindset that you need to support what it is that you want to achieve. And tied with that, you might even also decide that you want to implement some new habits when you return. Maybe you've decided you want to um, create a mindset routine to make sure that you are being proactive with your thinking and therefore supporting yourself with your mindset, giving yourself the best possible chance of making the outcomes that you've identified happen. Have a think about that. Um, Plan in advance, obviously. So if it feels difficult to find the time, plan it well in advance, plan it now in a couple of months time. But whatever you do, honor that commitment to yourself, my love, book it out in your calendar and your schedule. Do not let anyone else encroach on it. Tell whoever is going to be responsible for the kids that this is really important to you and that, you know, you're going to make it happen. Do what you need to do to honor that commitment with yourself and you'll be so pleased with yourself that you did. My other tip would be to connect with yourself first. So I spent a few days doing this. You don't have to. That just felt good to me. Even if it was half an hour at the beginning of the time that you've carved out to meditate, for example, something that helps you to connect to that inner voice, that inner knowing and your intuition will give you so much more power in your decision making. It will bring you the guidance that you need to be looking at your business strategically, but from that soul aligned place. And finally, start with your desires, not what you should be doing, what feels like the logical thing to be doing. What do you want? What do you desire? What would feel good to you? Fast forward and zoom in on that day a year from now. If you're doing a business retreat for the year ahead, zoom into yourself in one year from now and look at what is she doing? What is she enjoying? How is she feeling? Get really clear on that and why you want the things that you desire. And then from there, look at how your business can help support you in achieving that. Amazing. So I would love you to let me know when you arrange your business retreat, when you've put it in the calendar, when you've booked your hotel, when you've carved out that space, whatever that looks like for you, let me know so I can high five you, mama. So send me a DM over on Instagram. I'm at Corey Javid or tag me in your post over there or come and share with us in the Limitless Mothers Facebook group because we always love to celebrate each other in there. But I definitely want to hear about it. Okay, we have time for a super quick dash of woo. And today's Dash of Woo is specifically tied to the beginning of your business retreat, your me-treat, um, or you-treat. <laughs> and I'd love you to do this directly before your retreat or any planning or strategizing that you're doing in your business. So you can do this for a longer period of time or just a short micro period of time, like five minutes. Um, 
before you sit down and say, plan the rest of Q1, for example. Um, and it's this, it's connecting with your inner being, that inner part of you to dropping out of your head and down into your kind of heart center. Some people feel it in your gut, that kind of soul space within you, where that intuition and creativity comes from. And how do you connect? It's literally as simple as just getting quiet and getting still. And what you can do if you want to direct that a little bit more is you can actually ask yourself a question and listen for the answer that comes from your intuition, not from your mind, not from your thinking, logical brain, definitely not from fear. (laughs) What comes from your intuition? So just getting still, closing your eyes. This is effectively meditating, but going within, dropping down into that part of you and connecting there. And it might be that you don't hear anything. That's okay. Creating that stillness is really important and it does establish that connection with your inner being. And then if you do ask yourself a question, for example, a good example would be, what's my next revenue stream or what's my next move for this particular revenue stream? You can ask yourself that question, maybe write it in a journal, maybe speak it out loud to yourself and ignore what your brain starts doing and just keep bringing it back to that inner peaceful part of you and see if an answer presents itself. Now, if it doesn't while you're sitting there and spending that small amount of quiet time with yourself, that's okay. Just keep listening and it will come to you. I always talk about it. It feels like a download from the universe. It's just like all just all of a sudden it's there and you don't even know where it came from. You're like, oh my goodness, this. And you feel like you have to dash to a piece of paper and write it down. So it doesn't have to come in that little pocket of time that you created for yourself. But creating that pocket of time sets the intention, gives you the opportunity to ask the question and establishes that line of connection with your intuition. And if you aren't familiar, haven't been connecting with your intuition in this kind of way before, it's absolutely fine if it takes a while for it to feel normal, for you to be able to distinguish between what your brain is saying and that kind of intuitive hit. But you know when you just have an idea out of the blue sometimes, you'll be like in the shower thinking about your shopping list for the week. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like, like a lightning bolt, there's this idea. That's your intuition. That's that inner guidance coming to you. So start noticing those things when they come up. Start noticing those hits of inspiration and creativity. That's what we're looking to connect to more. But definitely suggest doing this at the beginning of a retreat or any planning or strategizing that you do. Amazing. So if you want to create some space to think about what you want and how you can make it happen with ease, it's an important part, right? Plus get your mind in the right place to make it happen. Totally essential. Then you definitely want to get your hands on my Manifest Your Money Goals template. Head over to the shop, corriejavid.com forward slash shop. Click on Everyone Loves and you'll find it there. Like I mentioned, this guides you through the steps each of the steps you need to make those new money goals for 2020 a reality. And it starts with your mindset because we know that thoughts lead to feelings. Feelings and thoughts together combine to create your energy, which infuse the action that you take and that dictates your outcomes. So if you want some different and bigger and better outcomes, my love, for 2020, this template is going to give you that guidance and support that you need. And of course, it has a dash of woo and the dash of woo in this particular template is one of my absolute favorites. And this is the template, like I said, that I was using on the weekend on my retreat. You might have seen that on my Instagram stories. So you don't have to wait for your retreat though. You can just go and grab this template now at corriejavid.com forward slash shop and you can use it at any time. It takes probably about, I'd say, it depends if you're doing it in one sitting, maybe an hour or two 30 minute sittings. It's not some long arduous task and it gives you some guidance on how you can be showing up thereafter in your business to make your money goals a reality. 
amazing. If you want to find out more about today's show, head over to the show notes. You can find them at corriejavid.com forward slash podcast forward slash me treat. That's all one word, me treat. I hope you plan your you retreat, your you treat, um, and let me know about it. It's been wonderful hanging out with you today, my love. I will speak to you soon. Take care. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you so much. If you've enjoyed listening to today's show, make sure you subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher so you don't miss out on any episodes. It would make my day, possibly even my week, if you could spare a minute and leave a review over on iTunes. And because I value your time so much, each month, one lucky reviewer will win a free success coaching call with yours truly. So if you'd love for us to pinpoint and then work through that one thing that's currently standing between where you are now and where you want to be, then definitely leave a review for your chance to win. Until next time, remember, you are limitless.